Your shout out to the intro. What it do, y'all? Welcome to Rich Talks. I'm your host today, Unk, aka Re. So today, I want to talk about the epic fall of Will and Jada Pinkett Smith. Like, what really happened, bro? Ever since the infamous Oscar slap, it feels like nobody looks at Will the same anymore, honestly. Like, I feel like Jada's been cucking him lately, like, with all this weird-ass press run for her book, which I'm hearing is actually a flop, by the way. Uh, something just doesn't seem to add up here at all with all this. And if I'm being honest, I personally think that Jada is an emotional terrorist. Like, I think she's clout-chasing and a bit of a manipulator, too. And I'm gonna explain why to me. And the first reasoning as to why she should be considered an emotional terrorist. No, 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 no. First and foremost, honestly, I'm a huge fan of rapper Jadakiss. And for those that know, for those that know, he sometimes goes by the, the nickname um, Al-Qaeda Jada when he's like really spitting those crazy bars, right? Like when he's really in his bag, you know? But I'm, I'm sorry, Kiss, but but I think this woman, <laughs> this woman is the real Al-Qaeda Jada. <laughs> She's an emotional terrorist, man. Like, first of all, she threw not one, not two, not three, but potentially four different black men under the bus in order to, like, you know, raise her own stock. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to say three because, like, one of the four kind of brought it on himself a little bit. Like, but let's name these men. Will Smith, obviously. Chris Rock. We'll, we'll get to why, uh, his why a little bit later. Tupac, again, obviously. And the sort of last one, which I I didn't really want to throw him in there, but I guess I'll throw him in anyway. Uh, August Alsina. Although, you know, regarding him, he kind of outed the entire situation um, when when he was in that interview with Angela Yee. Like, because it was actually also mentioned in his song. I think he actually mentioned Jada by name. But uh, I think I have a little excerpt from that, uh, from that uh, interview with Angela Yee. Let's listen. Okay, you know, August is dating Jada Pinkett Smith, and that was something that was circulating as a rumor, and that kind of solidified it to people. So right. what was the real situation with Jada Pinkett Smith? Because I don't know if you were pursuing her or you guys had just a close family type of relationship, and yeah. I would love for you to be able to shed that. Here's what I'll say. Uh, people can have whatever ideas that they like, but what I'm not okay with is uh, my character, you know, being in question. Mm -hmm. When certain things are questionable that I know is not me, or that I know that I, I haven't done, you know, contrary to what some people may believe, I'm not a troublemaker, you know? I don't, I don't like drama, drama actually makes me nauseous, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I also don't think that it's ever important for people to know 
what I do, who I sleep with, who I date, right? But uh, in this instance, it's very different because as I said, there's so many people that uh, are side-eyeing me, looking at me questionable about it. I mean, I've lost money, friendships, relationships behind it. And um, I think it's, it's because people don't necessarily know the truth, but I've never done anything wrong. Mm -hmm. I love those people, right. literally, like my family. I don't ever have, I don't have a bad thing to say about them. They are beautiful people. You know, when something starts affecting my life, um, and not only affecting my life, but affecting my wellness, my, my well-being, and also starts to block my heart, my heart space is blocked. I don't really have a choice but to express my truth. I actually sat down with Will and had a conversation due to the transformation from their marriage to life partnership that they've spoken on several times and it, you know, not involving romanticism. Mm -hmm. He gave me his blessing and I, I totally gave myself to that relationship for years of my life, you know, and I truly and really, really deeply loved and have a ton of love for her. Um, I, I devoted myself to it. I gave my full self to it. So much so to the point that I can die right now and be okay with knowing that I truly gave myself to somebody. Right, you did the right thing. And I really loved a person. I experienced that. I know what that, that feels like. And some people never get that in this lifetime. So I'm, I'm, I know that I'm Yo, this guy wasn't really saying much of anything. Just talking about himself, essentially. Like, I don't know. It just sounded like a broken man, yo. Like, I really love those people. Like, yo, what did Jada do to this kid, man? Because when when he came to them, he was he was sick, yo. Like, I don't know. It was just, you know, let me give a little backstory on the whole August situation. This young man, he was friends with uh, Will and Jada's uh, um, son, Jaden. And when he initially came around uh, the Smith family, apparently it was around the time when he was like very, very sick. I think it was both physically and mentally because like he has some kind of, I don't know, I guess he's been battling some kind of disease since he was a kid or whatever. Um, but nobody ever actually mentions what kind of sickness it was. But... In subsequent interviews, it feels like it was something more mental that he was battling with, more so than the physical stuff. Um, but, anyways, it was like uh, in an interview, uh, it must have been something really bad because Will even stated that the entire family initially tried to like help him with his issues. Like the entire family embraced him, like the way you would embrace like um, um, the way you would embrace like a drug addict who's like uh down on his luck and like maybe a drug addict family member and you're just like trying to help them out right you want you want the best for them so everyone's just gonna embrace to try to try to fix that but, so anyway at some point during the entire process jada and august seem to like develop some kind of intimate relationship um 
it just sounds weird, man. Like, this woman is old enough to be this guy's mom. <laughs> like, like, I don't know, man. It just sounds wild on so many levels. Just taking advantage of somebody like that. You know, starting a relationship with your child's friend. Like, yikes. <laughs> Are you for real? <laughs> that is crazy, man. Uh, but continuing on, like, you can just hear from the way August spoke about the situation that he developed genuine feelings for this woman who I personally feel took advantage of, of, of the young man. Like, at, at one of his lowest points in his entire life, like, just so, just so she could feel good, you know? Because it had been so long since she felt good. Her words... Uh, according to the that red table talks um <laughs> that red table talk discussion with will where will basically had the the new jordan crying meme face you know <laughs> y'all remember the last episode uh where i briefly mentioned the uh, the concept of mentally breaking down a person in order to gain their entire loyalty I think this is a perfect example of how this can be done in a more subtle way. This is emotional terrorism. <laughs> this is Al-Qaeda Jada. <laughs> like, this man thought he found true love and all he ended up with was broken friendships, being vilified and hated b uh, by the masses for, for being the, uh, what's the, what's the male version of a Jezebel called? Like, you got, shoot, whatever the male version of a Jezebel is. It's an Ahab, apparently. Like, Ahab? Like, from Moby Dick? That's weird. Let's just say male version of a Jezebel, because an Ahab sounds strange. Um, realistically speaking, as, as a man, when you're in a relationship, it's just, there's just certain things that, that you expect from your significant other. And one of those things which to me is very important, is to not embarrass the family. Like, especially when the man's bread and butter is literally tied to how he's perceived in public, ma'am. Al-Qaeda Jada. <laughs> like, I understand you're, you're trying to sell a book and, and people embellish some stories and books to, 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 help, to help sell it, you know? But come on. Come on, Al-Qaeda. I mean, I mean, Jada. <laughs> Why did you feel it necessary to put down Will in order for you to sell your book? Like, I, I just don't think you went about it the right way. Does it really require you standing on the backs of our legends? And August kicking legacies down the stairs for you to get elevated? Like, in this manner? I mean, to be considered on the same level as someone like Will, whose career you actually needed to even be able to, to put out this book. Without Will's career, we know that Jada's career wasn't like the biggest thing. I don't know. She could have been maybe like a middling star, but regardless of all that, like her stock rose when she got with Will Smith. And that is a fact. It's actually kind of funny because it's like every embarrassing new secret that Al-Qaeda hits us with is like a fresh new lash on the backs of these men's legacies. Like these once thought untouchable visions of these men who, who, who played such significant roles 
in our development through throughout through these decades, like through our childhoods. And I just don't understand the logic here. You know what? Maybe maybe there wasn't any logic logical thought to this because you know they they do say that men are the ones that that are more ruled by logic while women are more ruled by emotions. But moving on. <laughs> Al-Qaeda Jada said that she was actually surprised that Will called her his wife after that infamous Oscar slap. Why? Well, it seems that we soon came to find out that the reason was that these two frauds actually have been separated since 2016. You know, like living completely separate lives, but really, like, wait a minute, because even before 2016, Will and Jada actually, I mean, as private as they both have been, they've always kind of had these really weird rumors surrounding them about like infidelities and like possible open relationships and being swingers, like things like that you know for example will's essentially been tied to almost every single female lead in pretty much all of his movies but most recently um margot robbie um when 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 he was filming focus because that one that that rumor was actually like really that one felt more prominent like than other rumors of just like uh will being tied to like a female co-worker a co-star i should say but um, but at one point, I'm pretty sure there was also rumors that uh, Jada was secretly dating uh, Mark Anthony <laughs> when she was when she was uh, on that show. Uh, what was that show called? Um, Hawthorne. Yeah, Hawthorne. I, I never watched the show. I I don't even know what the plot is about to be honest. But for those that don't know. Uh, Mark Anthony is the ex-husband of J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez. And this was actually while he was still married to J-Lo at the time. So, I don't know, like, maybe they were just fucking. Like, who knows? Who knows, man? Like, these are all Holly weird type people, and I'm not here to judge or police anyone's relationship. To each their own, honestly, but <laughs> what's up with all the Holly weird shit, man? It's just... There's always rumors surrounding you guys. I don't. I just don't get it. Um, speaking on J Lo, actually, there was actually a story uh, that Diddy recently. Well, not not Diddy, but actually recently Diddy kind of corroborated the story on Jimmy Kimmel. But um, Diddy's bodyguard had uh, basically told the the, the story um, that uh, there was a time when uh, when when it was back when Diddy was still with J Lo. And it involves Will and Jada, actually. Because they were uh, all at, like, one of those celebrity parties. I don't remember who was hosting it. I think it might have been, like, Ben Affleck hosting the party or something like that. Whatever. Apparently, um, at one point, Diddy, Diddy suddenly signals to his uh, to his bodyguard to come over. Um, and so the bodyguard comes over. And, and Diddy's, like, he points over at Will and Jada. And he's like, yo, I think Will and Jada are trying to scoop scoop up Jennifer. I want you to stay close. So he basically implied that Diddy was ready to fight Will that night because Will and Jada were trying to recruit J-Lo for like a threesome. <laughs> Yo, bro. Yo, that is crazy. 
That, that sounds like a plot to a movie. Like, that doesn't sound like that shit happens in real life, but you know, you never know. Yo, I just had the funniest thought. <laughs> you know how Diddy's always like, always has like these jokes about uh, him being suspect around him? <laughs> I just figured, like, yo, when Diddy was telling his bodyguard to stay close to him, <laughs> or. Wait, was he telling his bodyguard to stay close to him or stay close to Jayla? <laughs> In case he needs to grab someone, you know? I don't know, man. Then he's the type that'll hug you from the front and the back, according to 50 Cent. <laughs> Shout-outs to 50, though. Uh, also, actually, in a very uh, recent interview with People Magazine, Jada had said that Chris Rock allegedly asked her out on a date and I, I i think it was like around the time when they actually did uh proceed with that separation so it might have been like around 2016 she didn't specifically mention like the time when it happened but she just uh she mentioned it yeah she mentioned it and i don't know usually if somebody like is telling like one of those stories they they will like give uh, an actual timeline on it but i don't know you be the judge i i think i think that she needs to stop the cow but um <laughs> let me just explain this story <laughs> so assuming that this was around 2016 right because it's around the time when they actually got separated so since since chris rock and i guess the 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 smiths were friends right so they would probably talk and whatnot so it was i don't know maybe they were privy to some insider information that we weren't privy to um anyways she said that um chris had called her and basically said something along the lines of uh i'd love to take you out and she said what do you mean and i guess like these guys they're friends right they're hollywood friends like it's doesn't seem like it's anything weird take your friend out right but um allegedly <laughs> chris said uh what did chris say uh chris said um well aren't you and you and will getting a divorce and she resp she replied like no chris those are rumors so chris was like super apologetic about the whole situation because for obvious reasons right like just like pulling up on um on, a, on 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 your girl on on your friend's girl like that like not even girl like on your friend's wife <laughs> like talking to your friend's wife like that that's kind of that's kind of wild that is kind of wild if true if true but i don't know i it just feels a little like why you lie to me huh? i don't like liars nobody likes liars but <laughs> Yo, like, really and truly, I think, I think that Jada was just like playing some 5D chess. <laughs> like, she probably like realized uh, at the time of writing the book that there was a limit to how much, uh, to how much she could like throw Will Smith under the bus on the, on this press tour. So she had to like make sure that she loaded the cannons um, with enough enough uh, enough celebrity bullets. Maybe Chris Rock had to catch a few strays too, you know, in order for for things to 
to go her way you know because there's no such thing as bad publicity when it comes to these hollywood types right i don't know but chris is a low-key guy man like after that oscar slap like people were finally starting to get over it chris is a very low-key guy when when he's not hosting or when he's not um um like on tour you don't ever hear about chris rock or sorry or when he's like not doing a movie you don't ever hear about chris rock when do you ever hear about chris rock if he's not on tour or or doing a movie or something never like that's that's just the type of guy he is he's he's a pretty low-key guy so for jada to be throwing him back in the mix when people were finally starting to forget about the oscar oscar slap a little bit you know it's doesn't that sound like some emotional terrorism? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Al-Qaeda Jada strikes again, yo. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but yo, like, I don't know. Jada, Jada probably had to, like, do something, right? just the, the energy going on like she had to keep the energy going right because because she could only beat a dead horse for so long right you have to find another another horse and beat that horse to death then <laughs> on to the next one right so she got through those ones and then also she had to throw a dead an actual dead horse under the bus like the, the whole tupac situation we'll, we'll get into that before the tupac situation <laughs> Jada claimed in her book that she sold drugs as a teenager growing up in Baltimore. You know what? That part is actually probably believable because, but there were other parts in the book that she mentioned that just seemed like, are you serious? Are are, are you serious right now, Jada? Like, are you for real? Like, she said that she was uh, involved in, like, Dangerous Circle. She said she was rolling with some some really high rollers at the time. Saying at, at one point, she was ready to chase down. <laughs> she was ready to chase da- people down alleys with a switchblade over uh, stolen $700. <laughs> and in another incident, she was set up and robbed by two guys with guns. Now, personally, for me... When I heard all that, I'm like, okay, you live in Baltimore, hmm, dealing, selling drugs, there's switchblades, being robbed at gunpoint, I don't know, this all really just sounded like the plot to the wire to me, because <laughs> she was talking about how she, uh, she was like, or how she thought she was going to be like a queen pin, like she was really rolling with serious, serious guys, I'm like, come on. Y'all have seen Al-Qaeda Jada before. G.I. Jane, whatever you want to call her. Uh, (laughs) But you've seen her in her movies, right? She's actually a very small woman. Sorry, not sorry, but there is no way she would put the fear of God into anybody who, who lives that life. Like, even if she had a switchblade on her. Come on, man. Be for real, Jada. Seriously. I don't understand... I do understand, though, she did have an actual rough rough upbringing. Like, her mother was actually addicted to heroin, um, so she actually did start selling drugs to get by. That part does seem believable because it's not hard to just be, like, a runner. Like, you know, a, a drug runner. Just your 
or the mule or, or whatever. Like there's there's things that there's things that that, that that can be done for her to actually have sold drugs. And like I get that. But not to the degree that she was talking about, talking about potentially becoming a queen pin and like come on. It just it really just sounded a little bit clout chasey to me. Like, huh. Well funny story. This actually kind of reminds me of a time that I had uh, back in my college days. I remember a situation with this this girl. She was like a tall, blonde, model-type girl from, like, the suburbs, you know? You know the type. Like, if OnlyFans existed back then, back when I was in college, I'm dating myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> she'd be... I'd say she'd be pretty popular on it. Like, yeah, she, she, was, she was pretty attractive. I'd say, yeah, that's a pretty good analogy for it. Um, anyway, like, she was she was like coming around and like chilling with the crew and at the time she was like texting constantly on her phone like just constant texting and we had we had these flip phones back then too we didn't have smartphones yet um and i'm only i'm not exactly sure but i'm pretty sure at the time she was kind of doing some escort stuff but don't ask me how i know this anyways because she didn't want us to like Maybe because she didn't want us to inquire, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. But she was thinking. I, I really don't know what she was thinking. But, but one time I just straight up asked her. Like, yo, what, why are you always on your phone? Like, who, who are you texting? And <laughs> she's like, she's like, oh, it's just one of my custies. I, I sell I sell him Coke sometimes. <laughs> she was basically trying to make it seem like she was a connector or a supplier of some kind the funny part is literally nobody took this girl serious <laughs> she told that story with a straight face and we all just like kind of looked at her and then we all looked at each other and you know that that um that uh uh ray Liotta's character in goodfellas you know the laugh meme where he's just like Puts his head all the way back and just laughs maniacally. We had one of those moments. It was just like, are you serious? <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, getting back to, to Jada. Sorry, getting back to Al-Qaeda. <laughs> Jada actually met Tupac in Baltimore. And not a lot of people know this, but Tupac actually did grow up in, uh, in Baltimore. Like They met in the School of Performing Arts. And then they went to high school together. And she even said that they both loved each other. But there was like no actual romantic feelings between them. Even though they both had love for each other. I don't I don't really know what that means. But, uh, but she said at one point um, she actually tested to see if there was like even any romance there. By like kissing. And she said that after they kissed said that the kiss was disgusting and like all types of things like but hold on data <laughs> hold on hold on because if the kiss was disgusting then how come you were saying in like subsequent interviews later on um that uh uh that he's your soulmate and probably 
that you 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 two have been through multiple past lives together and and like I don't I don't really get that. Like I don't get that at all. Like you guys didn't have any any romantic feelings towards each other at all? I don't know, it just seems suspicious. Don't you find that suspicious? Stop the cow. I think it is, you know? You know you know what I think she did? You better learn how to lie like me. I'm gonna find me a white man and lie to him right now. <laughs> but yeah, like in multiple interviews, she said that Tupac was like the love of her life, uh, her soulmate, uh, like Tupac is her soulmate and not Will. And then I started going down this like rabbit hole because like they're just you're listening to these interviews and you're watching and you're just like looking at the body language. And then you start like looking at some of their appearances on the red carpet and, and how they interact in public and whatnot. And you like you start seeing like they're showing you see Will and he's like constantly showing affection. And I don't know, it just looks one sided. But again, I'm not here to judge or police. It's just, it just looks a certain way to me. And I even harken back to, to I think it was like a year ago or so. Uh, there was a controversy where Jada was like promoting her Red Table Talk episode with uh, with their therapist or something. And I remember Jada was like, just just filming randomly in the house. And, and Will wasn't even aware that the filming, that, that he was being filmed, right? Um, so he just puts, she just put the camera on Will and, and she's like, tell them how uh, the doctor helped us so much, uh, so much, like for the, for the promo for, for, for the Red Table Talk episode, I guess. And Will's reaction was like, it was one of those reactions like, oh my God, not right now. Why would you do this right now? It kind of looked like he was trying to hold back because they just like, they just like, finished arguing with each other it was like fresh still and she just suddenly puts the camera on him so he has to like you know he has to get all professional like and like and he's just like please don't film me without my consent because my brand like my social media presence it's my brand my social media presence is a very important part of my brand and i don't appreciate being filmed without consent and it's just like the way Jada responded, it just—it just seems like she didn't take any accountability, man. It just—it just felt like more emotional terrorism. Like Al Qaeda, Jada strikes again. <laughs> Another thing that Jada was lying about is uh, <laughs> about Tupac proposing to her in prison. <laughs> Stop the cap. <laughs> She's claiming that Tupac proposed to her while he was at Rikers Island at the time uh, because at the time he needed someone to do time with him you know he needed someone to be his rock and she ended she even mentioned in her interview that uh, she was already gonna do time with him I don't even know what that means like what does that mean like mentally uh, spiritually because you weren't even in the same state man <laughs> I don't know but uh, it all—it just sounds really beautiful, like in the interview, right? It just sounds really beautiful. Oh, he needed someone to do time with him, and I was already going to do time with him. I don't know. You just sound like it's more emotional terrorism to me. It's just Jada's Jada's a dangerous character, man. <laughs> but uh, 
you know tupac actually went to uh went to rikers in february of 95 right before he went into rikers of february of 95 he was already engaged actually to uh to a woman named keisha keisha was it keisha yeah, yeah keisha keisha harris I remember he was engaged to Keisha and um, before they went in because was it uh, Keisha actually mentioned in her interview for Double XL back in um, when was it 2011? Like she actually gave an interview and, and actually gave like real details on it. And a lot of the things that Jada was saying kind of doesn't match up with what Keisha was saying. Because either Tupac was like really spreading the love you know, asking every woman in his life um, to, to marry him, like just proposing left and right. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> or something ain't adding up, you know? Something ain't adding up, Jada. You better learn how to lie like me. I'm gonna find me a white man and lie to him right now. <laughs> I don't know. To me, it just, it, it, it felt like Jada was kind of using like pieces of Keisha's story to help, uh, to help sell her own book, you know? Cause it was actually confirmed by Keisha that he had proposed to her before he went to Rikers and he only spent one month in Rikers and they actually got married because uh, after after they got married, he got moved, transferred from Rikers to Clinton Correctional. Tupac did. But uh, Al-Qaeda <laughs> said that she visited him at Rikers. Um, <laughs> but wait, when did you have time to visit Pocket Rikers? in the one month that he spent there in February because let's just say I got a, I got a quote from uh, from from Keisha's uh, interview in Double uh, XL magazine and I quote Keisha said I was the one that basically stopped my life when he was in jail I moved across I moved closer to him and I made sure he was on all his visits I made sure he had packages because you can't just send a package to the prison. You have to go to the store and have the store send it to the prison. And it was like my day revolved around him and what he needed and what his needs were. And that was uh, Keisha Harris in her Double XL magazine um, interview in 2011. So at one at what point <laughs> in that 28 days? Did Jada visit Pac over at Rikers? Because Jada was in Baltimore in 95. February of 95, sorry. And wait, there's more. Because another thing happened in February of 95. Will Smith got divorced from his, well, his, his first wife served him divorce papers on like Valentine's Day of uh of 95 yeah and five days after that will calls jada and asked her if uh if she was still single she said yes and he said okay we're together now and jada basically just packed up packed up everything and moved to la to be with will now think about this jada had just like finally was getting settled in in baltimore like she had just purchased a house Think about it. she had just purchased a house in Baltimore that she didn't even move into. She never even moved into the house because Will told her we're together now. And she just packed up and went to L.A. 
you know because I, I guess I, I think she already like understood the trajectory that he was on like he was already starring in his own show he was, he was he was the fresh prince like come on she saw that trajectory man you know you ain't gotta be no mathematician man <laughs> I'm just saying but but the math like you ain't gotta be a mathematician to figure out that like he was gonna be earning a lot of money he was going to be starring in blockbuster after blockbuster I'm not knocking her I'm not knocking her for it I'm just saying you know just respect Tupac a little more like respect the dead man like saying all that about 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 Tupac when <laughs> he didn't propose to you man like we don't believe you you need more people at least I don't believe you just 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 put more respect on his name is all I all I want to say about that because like <laughs> I don't know man like Al-Qaeda just I don't know why 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 are you ruining these legacies of these men that you claim to love at some point. But also, this isn't really to say that Will is just this sympathetic figure. <laughs> See what I did there? No, 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 no. The man's still rich. Like, he's still worth millions of dollars. He's, he's rich as hell, like still living his best life. But for me personally, I I don't think it's like it'll it just won't ever be the same again for me. For me, his 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 whole his whole legacy is tarnished. I don't see I don't see a way where he can come back where I will see him the same or put him on the same pedestal as uh, as as before. Cause it's just like I don't know I feel like she just chopped him down at the knees man like it's so strange like we used to literally look at this guy as the fresh prince of bel-air man like in West Philadelphia born and raised on the playground is where I spent most of my days <laughs> come on such a crazy song man if, if, if you if you were to start reciting that right now I guarantee people will start rapping along with you because that was just like the song you know man like this guy came from so many different blockbusters after blockbuster this man was an independence day men in black the wild wild west um i robot um shoot i can just i can just keep going <laughs> how many how many uh how many jada movies can you guys uh you guys remember off the top of your head I mean, I'm cheating a little bit because I kind of, I've obviously done some research into some of her movies, so I do remember more than most would, but like, can you actually name five, five Jada movies off the top of your head right now? Five, five of them. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Good luck with that. Um, I'm going to say Poetic Justice because she was briefly in Poetic Justice with, uh, with Tupac there. She was in, um, she was in The Matrix revolutions i think it was or was it or was it reloaded it was either reloaded or revolutions one of those two or both um she was briefly in scary movie 2 remember you guys remember the scene in scary movie 2 where her character died like at first back when that movie originally came out because that movie was terrible but 
originally I'm like, why are you killing Jada's character? But now, I actually heard recently that uh, Rotten Tomato, they, um, they, <laughs> they rescored Scary Movie 2 just because of uh, Al-Qaeda Jada's um, um, dying in the, in the movie. <laughs> so they, they rescored it to 100% just because of that one scene being in the movie. People really, uh, really are not feeling Al-Qaeda right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but she was, uh, she was in Scary Movie. And, and of course, my absolute favorite Jada Pinkett Smith movie, I'd have to say, is Set It Off. Like, that movie was so good. Because, you, you know, something about those classic 90s movies... Like the way they were just made, there was just something, something about them. It just felt so, so real. Like, kind of, it almost made you like associate the actor with with their role. Like even, even, uh, even in the movies when when Tupac was in, um, shoot, what was that movie? Juice. Damn, Bishop. His character of Bishop, like that, made people think that yo, that's that's the real Tupac. That that's how Tupac is. Not not Mr. Uh, Baltimore School of uh, Performing Arts, but like you know, Bishop in real life. You know, it's crazy. Like, cause those I don't know I don't know if it was the writing I don't know if it was the the directing, but it's just like that the actors back in the '90s like it almost felt like they they were made for that role and you couldn't see them outside of that or at least for me that's how it was and i guess that jaded me uh in my in my thinking on how how i perceived jada this this entire time you know because like especially in set it off like that movie was so that movie was great like very emotional very emotional scenes especially considering jada's character was the only one that survived at the end of the movie so you were kind of like rooting for her for the for the whole thing like you know like you're rooting for her in in life, <laughs> like ever since set it off. Like I I considered this woman like such an amazing person, off of a freaking movie. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Cause you even think like when we thought about like black excellence, um, in Hollywood, you would think you would think Will and Jada, cause they weren't ever really into like scandals. They they didn't really have any crazy rumors around them. They weren't doing like kardashian-esque behavior you know just their whole dynamic just feels different now because now it feels like jada's literally been trying to compete with the kardashians this whole time in terms of like who can who can generate the most controversial thing to 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 sell their books or or sell something to sell whatever the fuck they're selling you know Damn, I'm I'm just going off on uh, different tangents, but just just to close things off, you know, I guess in the wonderful world of Holly, Hollywood, there's no real such thing as bad publicity, you know, that or this is all just part of some weird humiliation ritual that they've all that all these weirdo celebrities sometimes uh, uh, take part in, you know, that's that's definitely on some conspiracy theory shit, but. I like to get into the cons conspiracy theory bag once in a while, you know? But, uh, yeah. A salute to the outro. Peace.